This is the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and along with my co-host, Michael, we bring you the insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream of. On last week's show, we talked with Dina Patton about the increasing use of partners. We talked with sales maven Nikki Rausch about why it's important to invite people to do business with you. In our Business Builder segment, we talked about what a radio show can do to build your brand. Michael, what do we have planned for today's show? Well, first up in our Trends and Insights segments, you'll be talking with Becky Spone about how paid speaking opportunities are getting harder to find. Next, in today's success interview, we'll talk with Stephanie Bonte LaBerre about how she's gone from actress and voice coach to acclaimed business coach. And in our Business Builder segment, I'll be back to talk with you about how you can transform your book into a course. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper and let's get started. First up, it's Trends and Insights, your insider's look at industry changes being leveraged by today's most successful coaches, speakers, and authors. Today, we're talking with inspirational speaker and trainer and the founder of Confidence Concepts, Becky Spohn. Welcome, Becky. Thank you. Glad to, glad to be here, Janelle. Thank you. Well, I'm looking forward to our conversation today because I know you and I have had a number of conversations, and I'd love to ask you, what is the one trend you see that's impacting coaches, speakers, and authors like yourself? I would say the biggest trend I'm seeing is that there's a move from being paid to speak to going and speaking for free. That doesn't mean we're not making money. It just means that we're not paying on the front end for the actual speeches that we're given. Mm-hmm. How do you think that um, speakers are taking that? Because I hear, actually, it's interesting because I'm hearing more and more people say they want to get paid to speak because they think that's the, the way to take their business. But I agree. I think it's, there's a lot of movement away from that. Yes, and that was actually when I started my business, I was paid to speak. And more and more that I was finding, groups, associations were saying, you know what, we don't have it in our budget to pay speakers. However, you can sell your books, your programs, things like that in the back of the room, and we'll even promote you. We'll help sell it for you. And that was the trend that I saw as being such a big push. So when people make that shift, how does that impact your business or business for, for speakers as far as the potential revenue? Actually, 
myself and a lot of my friends and, and colleagues that I've been speaking with are actually making more money this way. Um, it's a much higher paycheck. They're selling their knowledge. You know, they're, they're turning that knowledge into profit, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. um, and individuals, companies, associations are willing to pay for that knowledge on a one-on-one -on -one basis or even in group programs that they just can't get all of that knowledge in a half hour, 45 minute, an hour keynote, things like that. They're looking for that more sustainable knowledge than just the rah-rah for an hour. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, it does. So has that changed the type of talks that you give when you're speaking? It does. It really does. Before, I used to give away, I would say give away, I was paid to give all of my information. Now with the, the um, speaking for free, quote unquote, mm -hmm. um, it's more of giving good, succinct tips knowledge, training, things that people can walk away with right then and there. They have two or three really good bits of information that if they put that into play, it can change their life. It can change their business. Um, but at the same time, they're seeing, oh my gosh, Becky just solved this problem for me. I bet she can solve the next one too. Mm -hmm. You're building that know, like, and trust factor. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that sometimes is missed from speakers is they get concerned about giving away their knowledge. But if you give a couple of really amazing tips that people can implement, even if they don't do anything else, then they're going to say, well, if they gave me that for free, then just think of what they can do if I opt into their program or if I work with them. Exactly, exactly. So what suggestions would you give to speakers who are looking to monetize their speaking to get prepared to go out and speak and really have – some people don't even have products to offer, so how do people get started? It's a very good question, um, and that's really where I was and because, again, I was paid to speak, and now all of a sudden I'm like, well, wait a minute, I have nothing. But it's really looking at and leveraging what I do have. And it's like, wait a minute, I have almost 30 years of knowledge and training and expertise that I have been giving. I need to put that into a product. Mm -hmm. Let me see how I can design a coaching program of um, what I call freemiums, you know, it's a free premium that you can, that I can give to my audiences, things like that. It's like, how can I package these things to make it palatable that people want and that people are willing to pay for? Yeah, and some, no, yeah, yeah. No, it's really, um, I think people do have a lot more knowledge than they think they do. I think that... Sometimes we are experts at what we do, so we don't see the value to others because it comes so easy to us, mm -hmm. and it's making definitely. that shift. Yes, definitely. And ironically, I mean, that's how my business was born, was things that um, being at 
conventions or conferences or luncheons and having people say, is this my fork or yours? Is that my butter plate? Or, or how, do we, how do we pass? Do we pass to the right? Do we pass to the left? I mean, all of those kind of business etiquette things is where my business was born from. People asking me and the fact that I knew this knowledge I had taught modeling in finishing school, and it was like people said, Becky, you need to teach people this. People don't know this. And it grew into companies wanting me to do it. And, and that's really where it, it came from was, again, the knowledge that I had in my head that I thought, well, everybody must know this. Mm-hmm. And actually leveraging that knowledge to go, gosh, people don't know this, and people need to know it. It's the little details, but you raised a great mm-hmm. point because I think oftentimes what we, our next opportunity in business or what we can be offering is literally right in front of us if we mm-hmm. just listen to what people are saying, what they're asking, and then how we can respond to that. Definitely, definitely. All the clues are there. And, you know, I, I would tell people, Listen to what people are asking your advice on. What do people want to know more about how you do and what you do? That could be a huge clue for you that you have knowledge that others are willing to pay for, that others want from you. Absolutely. So what would be the one thing that you would say to someone who wants to start speaking but hasn't been speaking yet, how would you tell them to get started? Honestly, one of the things I would tell them is get a really good coach. Get somebody who knows more than you, Mm -hmm. somebody who you admire, somebody that you know, like, and trust. You know, and there are amazing organizations out there, um, Toastmasters for one, that you can learn how to become a better speaker. The um, National Speakers Association, which I'm a professional member, but they also have apprenticeships across Mm -hmm. the country that you can join where you can learn the business of speaking and the art of speaking because it really is an art. You know, I know a lot of speakers who take improv classes, acting classes, so they can learn how to connect with an audience on a better, deeper level. So isn't um, NSA, and maybe it's changed, but haven't they been primarily focused on being paid to speak versus this new model? How does that affect them? There's both. They were, yes, very strongly in the paid-to-speak model, and there's still a lot. And there are some that are making six-figure and beyond very good incomes paid-to-speak because there is still a need for that. However, there is a huge shift, and um, ironically, they, they had an article a few months ago in their magazine about that very thing, taking both sides of the story. Is it better to be paid to speak or the quote-unquote speak to sell, which is a better, better business model? And there are people making very good income doing both. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. However, for yeah, emerging speakers, the trend really is more toward the speak to sell. And then there's the other one out there that is some people, 
actually are having speakers pay them to get on stages. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, I have done that myself. I have friends who have done that and colleagues. And it really depends on the stage that you're getting on. If I know that their audience, if they've got a good audience for me, and they've got an audience in there that I know is my customer, that is my target market, it's just like um, any company, you know, Coca-Cola paying for ad space. That's basically what a speaker is doing is saying, hey, you know what, this is my advertising. I am my advertising. I'll pay to get on your stage because I know the people I'm getting in front of are my customers, mm -hmm. and I know I'll get my money back tenfold. Very interesting. It sounds like the speaking arena is really shifting, and it sounds like there's going to be you know, even more things to come, so it's going to be exciting. Yes. Yes, it really is. And it's like um, <laughs> the old adage, you've got to be cooked spaghetti. You know? <laughs> it's like sometimes or, you know, that tree that bends in the wind, you've got to mm -hmm. be able to move and, and watch the trends and move with the trends. And, and if you're too rigid, you're going to snap. It's not going to work for you. You've got to yeah. go with the ebb and flow. That's, that's so true. So how can our listeners get in touch with you and learn more about you and what you have to offer? My list, your listeners can log on to my website. That's confidenceconcepts.com, and that's C-O-N-F-I-D-E-N-C-E, concepts, C-O-N-C-E-P-T-S.com. And on there, I do have a freemium that I am offering right now is the top 10 credibility killers. So they're welcome to sign up to receive those to find out what they may be doing that's killing their credibility that they don't even know. Perfect, and thank you. I love that word, freemium. I'm gonna, yeah. I, I like that. So thank you it's so much for your freemium. time today. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it, Janelle. We need to take a quick break, but stay tuned. When we return, it's our success interview. You don't want to miss it. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. Imagine the feeling of being seen as the go-to expert in your field and having that at no extra cost for marketing, plus having more time for your family, friends, vacations, and hobbies. You don't have to imagine anymore. Hi, I'm Kristen Baker, sales, money, and success coach, and I want to share my proven formula that I use to close over $100 million in sales. Go to KristenBakerCoach.com, that's K-R-I-S-T-E-N, BakerCoach.com, and access my free checklist called Turn 100 Leads into $20,000. Find out in less than five minutes if you've been sitting on a gold mine of ideal clients. Stop wasting time and money on sales and marketing methods that don't work. 
Start by going to kristenbakercoach.com, download my checklist, and let's get started today. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, Janelle McCauley. Today's success interview is with Stephanie bonte Labere owner of The Empowered Performer and an eWomen Network Managing Director in Montgomery County, Maryland. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you for having me, Janelle. I'm excited about our conversation today, and I'd love to start by having you tell our listeners about your business. How long have you been in business, how it's evolved, and how you serve entrepreneurs? Sure. So I am a singer by trade. And I've been performing my whole life, and I've been teaching other singers for over 15 years on how to improve their voices. So I've been doing what I've been doing for quite a long time, but about five years ago, I actually lost my job and decided that I had to turn my side gig, you know, my extra fun money teaching people how to sing uh, into a real business. And in doing so, I also started working with speakers as well as singers because the voice is the voice, and a lot of speakers um, need help with how their voice functions. And I was able to, luckily and happily, (laughs) replace my day job income within two years of starting my full-time business as a vocal coach. And then about two years ago, I ended up rebranding myself into what is now the Empowered Performer. And this is really, the business is really about the voice from the physical, mental, and spiritual levels. And what does it mean to be able to use your voice in a more powerful way in the world so you can create whatever it is you want to create, whether you want to perform on stages in musicals and operas like I used to and still do actually to this day, or you want to speak to groups of people because you're a small business owner, an entrepreneur, a leader in your corporate job, and you have to give presentations. And so many people are afraid of using their voice or being seen in those bigger ways. So I really saw the need for not just the physical aspect of the voice and how to work on it and prove it, but the mental, you know, the fears that come up around the voice as well. So that's really the evolution of where I currently am now, helping people on all three of those levels. That's fascinating. And I love the fact that you took your passion and rather than go out and try to find another job, you turned that into a business and over time it's evolved. And I think entrepreneurs often forget that it's okay if you don't know exactly what you want to do, but get out there, start serving people, start working with clients, and your business will evolve exactly the way it's supposed to. Absolutely. And it's exactly what happened to me. I knew that I had to make some money to pay the bills. So I said, well, I already have this skill and I've already been doing it, so let's just start there. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was just a starting point. And in my mind, I knew that it was going to evolve. And if you're open to it, if you're open to the evolution, if you're open to whatever comes next and, and the people that you meet along the way, if you're open to hearing what they're doing and how they might be able to assist you on your journey, that's really what's the key to my evolution in my business is I pretty much actively went out and started meeting with other entrepreneurs and saying, you know, how is it you're growing your business? What are you doing to create, you know, your dream? 
And I knew that it was going to be fun, too. So, <laughs> but I had that kind of a spirit about me. I, I'm always excited to, to try new things. So this was really, it's been one big adventure that just keeps getting better and better. I love that. And it's re- what you said was really important because just like with GPS, it's not going to recalculate when you're sitting still. You've okay. got to be moving, and then it's going to recalculate. And every time we do something as an entrepreneur, we can get a little bit better insight into what's next. Um, when we're just sitting and planning it, we can plan it all out. But until we get into the actual practical application of it, you know, what we think is going to work doesn't always work the way we thought it was. So it can, yeah. we can make those adjustments once we get going. Yeah, my mentor loves to say everything is course correctable. So even if you decide to go down this one road, if you figure out that that road isn't the best road, you can always turn the corner and go a different direction. And so that, that, you know, just knowing that just makes me feel so much more willing to take risks and to try new things because if it doesn't work out, let's just make it a course correction. Let's just make an adjustment and then we'll start heading in the way we want to head. I love that. That sounds like a tweetable. Yeah. (laughs) So what advice would you give speakers and entrepreneurs? Because as managing directors, we get a lot of people saying they want to speak and you know and I know that it's, it really takes skill and just because someone thinks they're a speaker does not mean they're going to be effective at what they're doing. And I know you teach all sorts of things about how to do it, but what would be one or two pieces of advice that you could give someone to really know that they're ready to get out there and, you know, share or to get started practicing. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing that I tell people is start where you are because everyone has a message inside of them. And, of course, that message is always going to be massaged and slightly changed and altered. It's just like when you learn your 60-second pitch at a networking event. Mm-hmm. You have to give it. Otherwise, no one's going to hear anything about you. And maybe the first time you give it, it's, you know, not great. So maybe you forget your name. Who knows what comes out of your mouth? But if you're doing it, if you're actively doing it, then you're being seen. And if you're being seen, then you have a chance of having that conversation with that person. If you wait until you think you're ready to be a speaker and you stay home and you don't go to networking events and you don't try to give a five-minute presentation if you are given the opportunity because you say to yourself, oh, I, I don't know my message yet. I haven't worked out what I want to say yet. That is the number one thing that will stop you from growing your business. Even if it's bad, even if in your mind you screw the whole thing up, getting out there and doing it is preferable to not doing it. So I would say speak as much as you can. Anyone who's willing to listen to you, do it. Because the more you do it, the more you can practice it, refine it, even if it means practicing it for your spouse at home and just saying, hey, I'm going to, my, going to my first networking event. I've never done this before. Here's what I'm going to say for my 30-second or my 60-second. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Even that will give you, it's, well, first of all, if you do that, you're leaps and bounds ahead of most people. Because I ask my chapter, I always ask for a show of hands at the beginning of every meeting, who's practiced their 60-second pitch before they came here today? And mm. those hands are starting to come up more and more because they're anticipating me asking, but I'm training them to practice mm-hmm. because it doesn't make sense not to. Why would you 
just randomly hope that the right thing comes out of your mouth. <laughs> so, yeah, practical. No, I, I really, I really like that. And I always tell people, don't worry about making it perfect. Mm-hmm. We tend to be perfectionists, especially as women, and want it to be perfect. And what we do is we give it and then say, oh, but I meant to say this or I did this wrong. Deliver it authentically. And I know you and I have had conversations on that. Deliver it authentically. Be yourself. Speak from the heart. And I believe that if you do practice it, if you know what your intent is, what your why is, that you really will say exactly what people need to hear. Yeah. Where you are is perfect. Exactly where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. Because you don't know really what the ripple effect will be when you share your message. It could be precisely what the person in front of you needed to hear in order to have that coffee date schedule. You know, you just don't know. So the worst thing you can do is just not share it at all. Always, Mm -hmm. always speak when you can. It's interesting you say that because at a recent presentation I was at, a woman came up to me after I talked and um, she was a vendor there, so she had, was not in the room, but she was right outside the room. And it was a smaller crowd than, than she had anticipated. And she said, I, would kept, I called my husband and said, I'm not sure why I'm here. And then she said, after she heard my message, she knew exactly why she was here. She knows that she's not alone. And she was amazed at how many things we actually had in common, how many similarities there are. And I think that's so important for speakers, authors, and coaches all to get out there and really share because someone does need to hear what you have to say. And I'd love your perspective. You know, a lot of people, and I've asked people before, do you want to talk? Do you want to give an example? Do you want to model your introduction? And people say, I'm not ready. And what I tell people is get yourself ready because you never know when you're going to get an opportunity and you may not get a second opportunity to share. That's right. Yeah, if you're not prepared, then even for the basics, just the basics, you don't need to make it fancy. You don't need to make it, you know, um, perfect, as you were saying before. And there is no perfect anyway. But if you're not willing to even say anything at all, then what are you missing out on? What what connection did you miss out on? What opportunity passed you by in that moment? You'll never know. You'll just never know. And it's, it's so important to just be getting out there in that personal connection. We are, you know, I'm, I teach authenticity all the time, and the best way to even practice authenticity is to have those in-person connections with people, to be able to really share one-on-one or to share in front of small groups so that you can be working on your message and you can also be practicing having real connections with people and not hiding behind your Facebook or your website or whatever it is that you think is the way you're going to be making your money. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think so many people feel that if people see me online, they'll come to me. But it really is about speaking from the heart and speaking authentically. And what I've learned at this age and stage in life is that's okay because what I'm going to do is I'm going to attract the people that really resonate with my message and the other, I'll repel the others. And that's okay. There's plenty of people around there to, you know, draw in. Everyone doesn't have to be a fan of everything we do. Exactly. You want to be the beacon of light for the people that you're meant to serve. 
part of that is really understanding that you're not meant to serve everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It's part of the reason why in networking events, you never want to hear someone say, I help people who have skin, or I help <laughs> people who drive cars. Or you know, when they use those broad generalities, they think that what they're trying to do is make sure that no one feels left out, that they really could help anyone. Mm-hmm. But the more specific you are and the more clear you are about who you're meant to work with and being able to verbalize that in a very specific way the more you will actually attract customers. I so agree. And I know that's something that we really, as managing directors, really focus on. We need to take a real quick break. And when we come back, I want to continue the conversation. And I'd love to learn more about how you've used products and programs to help your clients. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, John L. McCauley. Today in our success interview, we've been talking with Stephanie Bonte-Labert, owner of The Empowered Performer and an eWomen Network Managing Director. And before the break, we were talking about speaking authentically, about starting where you are, and I loved what you shared about a coach shared with you and said everything is course correctable, and that is so true. I'd love to ask you, Stephanie, as we continue the conversation, you know, so many coaches are working one-on-one, and you really can't leverage that, and I know you've added a program to help expand your reach. So how did you know that you were ready to add a program, and what are some of the things that you did to put that together? Well, it really came out of the sense that I was 
tapped out on time. I have a very full practice. In fact, I often have a waiting list for my one-on-one coaching. And a lot of what I teach, I, you know, I could see how it could be systematized. There's a lot of the basics that I teach every student who comes in the door. We always start with, you know, you know breathing, and then we work on this, and we work on that. And I saw how we could really create something that was an evergreen program that was something that could be the foundation for every student, almost like a prerequisite. Like, let's learn these main foundational principles, and then we will continue forward with some one-on-one coaching or workshops or whatever that next step would be. And so I, and I want to reach out to more people. I mean, there's just so many people in the world who could use help with their voice and with their speaking and with their confidence around standing up in front of people. And I can only help so many people individually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it just seemed like the natural next step. That's something that a lot of coaches go through when they're coaching. They get tapped out, and they want to reach more people, and it's that dollars for hours, and it's looking at leveraging. So I love the fact that you identified those things that you're doing with all of your students, all of the people that you coach, and saying, okay, let's systematize that because that is the perfect thing to do to grow your business. Yeah, and it makes sense. There's so many times that I would be in a coaching session with someone and I would say, remember, we've learned about this already and we've been practicing this over time. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about the exercise we did that first two months we've been working together. And I I started to say to myself, hmm, I wonder if I had something that could remind them of that, that could remind them of some of the basic techniques and warm-up routines and things that we had already started working on so that they always have that in their arsenal of resources that they could go back to. So I started to create, I mean, the, the very first thing I did is I started to create audio files of, of vocal warm-ups. So I would do breathing exercises. I would do vocal leases, you know, which is basically I'd play the piano and they would sing along to my track. And those were some of the very first pieces that I ever created that I eventually added into my current online program. Very interesting. So do all of the people that you work with, is that a way that you help people kind of get their, um, their, their vocal variety, which I know you call it, to, to, is that one of the things that you start doing with people? Well, the first thing that we start doing is we really start working on the body. So the body, the physical voice, So you're an athlete. Everyone's an athlete. I call them vocal athletes. So if you learn soccer, you learn volleyball, you learn swimming, there are certain techniques that you learn as that type of an athlete to develop your skills. So as singers and speakers, we also are athletes because our instrument, our ability to sing and speak is actually our body itself. What is our body capable? What kind of sounds are we capable of creating? You know, how loud can we be? How soft can we be? There's all kinds of skill sets that good speakers and singers know how to manipulate. So we always start with the physical body, and then we layer onto that, you know, the mental voices that we have. Some of them are limiting beliefs about whether or not we're any good, whether we can sing that song we want to sing, whether we can stand up in front of a room and speak to a group of people and not fall apart. And you can't ignore that. Those are all combined together, the, the physical voice, the mental voice, and the spiritual voice when they're all in tune with each other, that's when you're really able to leverage yourself fully. 
And that's why I created my online program. Well, it sounds like it was a real natural evolution for your business, which I love. And I'd love to ask, because I know a lot of people that are thinking about creating programs say they don't know where to start or it's, I've got it put together, but it's not good enough. It's not ready. So how did you know or what did you do to launch your first program? Because we can always make it better and improve it, but we have to start somewhere. Yeah, well, I'll give a quick shout-out to Janine Blackwell, who's also an eWomen Network member. She created a program that I took last year that helped me sort of organize my thoughts and put my information into the beginning of a beta test program. So I released my very first release was last year, a little over a year ago. I beta tested it just to a few people that I knew already that I could trust, just to say, hey, can you take this program and just see what you think. I want to get your feedback. I want to understand, does this feel valuable to you? Is this something that you could find helpful as, a, as an entrepreneur, as a speaker going out into the world? And I asked them questions about what do you struggle with? I had someone taking the program last year, for example, that she felt that she wasn't very loud, that every time she was in a noisy situation, no one could hear her. And she also felt that she, at the end of the day, had a voice that really felt hoarse and tired, and she didn't know how to fix it. You know, and then I had another person who was just afraid to stand up in front of large groups of people. They were fine one-on-one. They could talk about their message. They could share what they did. But when they stood up in front of a room of 20 people, they clammed up. You know, they got nervous. So I wrote that program to help those people. And I created the material based on their feedback. And then I, I took, they took the program, and then I got even more feedback on how to tweak it even further. So then I was able to re- Course correct, you know, my coach says everything's course correctable. I mm-hmm. course corrected and created some additional material, took out some things that people didn't, you know, necessarily feel were a good fit, mm-hmm. and then I relaunched it this year. So my thought is it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be the ultimate course, mm-hmm. but I constantly want to be able to upgrade it, to be able to improve it, to be able to be open to the ideas and the feedback that I receive from everyone who takes that course. Well, and you talked about a couple of things that are really important. Um, It is going to evolve over time. I know the first course that we launched years ago, I think, took five or six revisions to really get it where we just were in love with it and so were our clients. you know, they, it, was, it was powerful and impactful from the beginning. So that's one of those things you have to remember, that you're always going to get the people that need to be there. So saying it's not good enough, you're really hurting the people that need what you have to offer. And it's okay to change it, let it evolve. You've got to start somewhere. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a large group of people. You know, there are so many programs out there that are teaching you how to get rich quick, right? Mm-hmm. How to create a sales funnel, how to create money in your sleep. And for me, it wasn't about that. It was really about creating a valuable program that was going to really deeply help people. Mm-hmm. And so the program that I've created is a combination, really, of online and in-person help. I'm still able to leverage myself because I'm having some group phone calls with those attendees but they're able to work through a lot of that material on their own, which then frees up my time greatly. For me, it was more about the quality and the connection 
And if I have, I have nine people taking it right now, and it's fantastic. We're having amazing connections. We're having um, masterclass calls where they're really getting a lot of ahas, and it's so far beyond just a physical voice. And that was my intention. And even if, you know, it doesn't grow quickly, and that's fine, if I still have that high quality along the way every time I re-release the program, and if I still feel like I'm, I'm able to connect with more people and help them in deeper ways, um, then that's all that really matters to me. Absolutely. And I think one thing that's so important when someone finishes your course is asking them, who do you know that could benefit from this information? And having them be an advocate, share what you have to offer, and help you expand your reach. Yes, and these first couple runs of any course are a perfect time to get those testimonials. Those testimonials could be invaluable as you move forward and as you grow it and as you work on that sales funnel and you build your list and all of those things. And that's basically where I am right now. I'm in that transition period of having that one-to-one practice that I'm moving into one-to-many, and I'm in that first real release of the program. And so those testimonials, I'm going to be gathering those testimonials, making sure that I really connect in with how this course helped them, and then allow them to share it. Give them an opportunity to be an affiliate marketer, for example, and, and, and reach out to their tribe. And that's how I plan to grow it you know, into the fall and as I move forward. Absolutely. And there's a lot of resources available to help entrepreneurs who are ready to start creating courses. It's one of the things that we love doing here at Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I know that um, you've worked with Mike as you were looking at reviewing your course and enriching what you had to offer. And there's so many resources out there, so it's just important to know that you don't have to do it alone. Yeah, and, and I wouldn't want to do it alone. I mean, it's a, it feels like a big undertaking to suddenly create an online program. There's a lot of moving parts, and I'm not the expert in all of those moving parts. So hiring people who are the experts like Mike, you know, absolutely you want to do that because otherwise it will take a whole lot longer for you to get where you want to go. Absolutely. Um, and I've enjoyed our conversation so much. What tip would you give entrepreneurs who are starting their business or ready to grow their business? What's the one thing that you would ask them or, or recommend that they look at to really move their business forward in a bigger way? Wherever and whenever you can use your physical voice to market yourself, do it, whether that's in-person networking, whether it's creating videos, whether it's doing radio shows just like this one where people can hear the sound of your voice or see you on the screen speaking or have you in person in front of them. Those are the most powerful connections you can make as an entrepreneur. Don't hide behind your email and your website. Get out there in as many ways as you can so that people can really see you. That is a great tip. We've had a great conversation today. How can our listeners connect with you, learn more about your course, and learn more about how you can support them? You can learn a lot about me and my course and all of my programs at my website, which is empoweryourvoice.com. That's with an E, E E-M-P-O-W-E-R, yourvoicespelledout.com. 
Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today. And we will put a link to your website on our Turn Knowledge to Profit radio page with today's interview. So they'll be able to click right there and connect with you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Stephanie, for your time. It's been a great conversation. We need to take another quick break, and we'll be right back with our business builder. Stay tuned. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder segment today, we're going to be talking about how you can turn your book into a course. I'm excited about our conversation today because we know a lot of people who have a book, and I think this will be a great conversation. So can you start, Michael, by telling us what does it mean to turn your book into a course? Well, we've talked about leveraging your existing content on uh, previous business builders, and this is just another way to leverage that. You know, if you remember, leveraging is really the fastest way you can create offerings for different markets and different price points. And what I mean by that is that if your book describes the process you use with your clients or describes the way in which you address and resolve issues with people, then you can quickly turn that into a course. Um, at our company, Turn Knowledge to Profit, in fact, turning a client's book into a course is one of our most popular offerings. And I think that's something that most of the people that we know, when they do write a book, it does take people through the basics of their process. So, But they might ask, why do you need a course? 
Well, you know, you don't actually really need a course per se, but you do need something to offer to people. And that's really the key. When you go out to speak um, at events or you go to networking events to meet people, it, it helps if you have something to offer them, something to some way to invite them in to do business with you. And a, a course can be a great way to do that. Um, you can certainly do it with your book, but it's really hard to make money on a book. I mean, the book basically sells for, depending on, on your book, 10 to $15. It may even be an ebook, which is $5 or less. And so you can go ahead and sell that, but you're really not going to make any money on that. Um, but you can make money on a course, and your book can be a, an entree into that course. And so it's a nice, easy step up for people that want to learn more about you and, and have you help them with their issues. Um, you know, in, unless you're one of the top eight to ten authors in the world, you're probably not going to make any income ever on your book. It's just it's just not a, a revenue-generating um, tool. And in fact, that's why a lot of people will tell you that a book is really just a business card on steroids, if you will. So it's really just a way to engage with people, um, something to give them that's a tangible thing that they can remember uh, about you and they can learn about you and they can understand uh, what it is you do. Now, the, the next thing they're going to want to do as soon as they understand what you do, if that addresses an issue for them or they know someone um, who could be helped by that, is they're going to want to engage with you further. So if you have a course that's relatively low price, and when I say low price, I'm thinking like, you know, 200 to 300 to $400 range that really parallels your book, that's an easy step up for people. They can then say, oh, well, I like the book. I like what, what they're telling me. Um, I want to do it for my business or I want to do it for me. How do I do that? I can take a course from you and I can really work on my own business while I'm in that course. Well, and we've had the conversation a lot of times after reading a book because there are certain acti activities and exercises and things that we'd like to take deeper while the authors always do a good job of walking you through it. It's not quite the same as having the worksheets, the templates, the additional tools to do it. And when you go through a course, that's oftentimes what they have in the course. So it takes you a little bit deeper. So it's Pat goes takes you deeper than that surface level. And it's not the same as working with them one on one because it's you know, you're not often ready for that. You need that interim step and it's a great interim step. So how does the process actually work? Well, it's really a pretty simple process. And in fact, it's it's much easier than creating a course from scratch. You know, if I were to work with someone to create a course from scratch, and we do that quite often, um, we would need to sit down and, and walk through their process, walk through the material that they wanted to include in the course, uh, organize that in some way that lends itself to um, to teaching it to others and then create the course. Well, if you already have a book that talks about your process, the process you use with your clients, then that's where the book really becomes valuable because basically you've done all that front end work. You've gone through the process that you have. You've organized it into chapters. You've organized it into a nice flow of material. You may even, in a lot of cases, have some exercises or some 
graphics or some other things that we can pull out into a course. So it really streamlines the whole process and it makes it, it possible to create that course with a minimum amount of, of your time. Um, for example, I, I was working recently with a, a psychologist who has a book on technology addiction in kids. And it was so easy just to go into the book and just walk right through the book and just create a multi-part course that she's now going to go out and teach to school districts. So it, it, it was really quick. Uh, she didn't need to spend hardly any time um, in, in discovery sessions or in meetings. It really is just, you know, let me read your book and extract a course. And of course, you're obviously involved. She's involved in the review process and she's uh, up to speed on everything we're doing. But it, it just very, very quickly and she's off doing her uh, you know, regular business. Well, I want to ask you because you say it's easy and a lot of people might be sitting there saying, oh, I've got a book. I'm going to turn it into a course. And what I want to make sure they understand, you've been doing this for almost 30 years. So you're a real expert at doing it. Not everyone can read a book and see how to put together the course, what activities they need, what they need. Now, anyone can do it, but getting it done quickly and being able to do it in a way that really is effective because there's all sorts of learning styles to take into account. There's all sorts of different things that you build in that unless you've done this or have the education and expertise in it, while it's really easy for you, it's going to be a process for a lot of people that's really going to take a lot more time and may not be quite as effective as having someone who really understands it develop it. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And, and I do often say that it's easy because it's so easy for me and, and you're absolutely right. Um, and, but that is a lot of experience. So, so while it's easy to take the process that's documented in the book and turn it into a course, it, it's, it's not a simple thing to do. So it's, uh, you have to know where to put stories in, where to put exercises in, how to break the material up so you don't overload students, how to um, really organize it so that it flows from module to module to module. Um, and that may not be intuitively obvious when you look at the book. The, the other thing is, a lot just like when they take a book and they make it into a movie, um, you know, they, the same thing is true when you take a book and make it into a course. You really have to pull out the key themes and the, the really important messages and leave the rest behind because you just can't take 150 or 180 pages of a book and just read the book. I mean, that would take you weeks and weeks and weeks and no one would be at all engaged to, to do that. So um, it really is a, a skill to be able to extract out those key points from the book and, uh, and create a course out of it. Um, why I do say it is easy is it's because all that upfront work really that you, you've done to create the book is the same work you would have done to create a course. So all that organization, all that, the, the exercises, the figures, the, everything you put into that book is all things that you would also want to do before you actually created the course. It is, and there is a science to figuring out what part of the book to pull out, what part of it to leave, because you wanna get 
the results and you can't do everything. And I think we get so close to what we're working on. We want to give them everything and we say everything is important. While it may be important, it's not essential to getting the results your clients need. You want to give them enough that they can work, they can get the results and they can see activity and action because that's going to make them want more. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you also have to look at the bigger picture. You don't want to tell them everything that you know, in a course, because you want to uh, both you don't want to overwhelm them first. And second, um, you want to make sure you have upsell opportunities, because really, though the course is great, you want to still be able to upsell to people that want to go deeper with you, learn more about what you do and really get into um, the nitty gritty really get a lot of information about what it is you do. So um, you want to make sure that you hit that balance of uh, enough information that they really get value from your course, but not so so much information that they're either overwhelmed or you've left no opportunity to upsell. And we know how quickly people can get overwhelmed. And if they're not going to get results, they're not going to be coming back to learn more and to work more with you. So how long does the process take? Well, that's also the, the beauty of going from a book because if you already have the book done and, and you're working with someone like Turn Knowledge to Profit where we really have an expertise in doing that, uh, in turning the book into a course, we can do it in as little as 10 to 12 weeks. So um, that is incredibly quick for you to go from I don't have anything to uh, offering a course that you could sell uh, at $200, $300, $400 per person and offer and when you go out to speak before groups or you go out to network. So, you know, really within a couple of months, you can have a fully developed, um, really great course on the market. I love that. So I'm going to ask all of our listeners to go to our Turn Knowledge to Profit Facebook page. And if you've got a book that you've been thinking about turning into a course, give us the name of your book. We'd love to check it out and see whether that might be the perfect next step for you. If you'd like to learn more, it's really simple. Just email Michael at TK. 2p.com. That's Michael at TK, the number 2p.com. We'd love to learn about your book. We'd love to learn about what you're doing. And let's get connected. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I want to thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. Again, I want to remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas. And also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for a future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week. Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network.
To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profit.